Yes, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Evangelist Digital John Bosco. A good evening, uh, a good night, a good evening, a good after night, a good after night, a good after evening, all of that, all that together. I just want to thank the Almighty God for the wonderful opportunity that God has given us to be in your presence once again. Thank you for loving Christ wherever you are. I just want to welcome back people from their work, wherever you come, you have been working from, whatever kind of work that you've been doing, uh, whatever kind of uh, opportunity you've been using right now, in this moment. I know it's just uh, quite a tough time, but God is faithful that you write once again, you have uh, an opportunity to be in the presence of God. It's such an honor, and I glorify the living God. Thank you so much, everyone, for whatever that you're doing. This evening, we are so much blessed that the living God has given us an opportunity once again to meet uh, together as the saints of God, as we are going to, um, as we are going to discuss about something uh, concerning a builder uh, over the kingdom builder with influence what kind of influence can you um, put on the king on the build on the construction or the building of the kingdom of god most of times we have influence but we don't know how to use that influence but before we go on as we are waiting for others i just want to thank mr Alex, angel visha thank you for joining us alex thank you for joining us may god bless you so so much in jesus name as we are going to start let me just do like this as i'm ending with the understanding and the meaning of this wonderful soul food for soul Yeah, that is Mr. Elitier, uh, the producer of the song and um, the composer of the song. He's behind that song, say that I need you, Holy Spirit. Uh, the power of God is needed by me. The I need the grace of God. I need um, the opportunities that always God put before me. I'm a kind of a person who always wants to use the opportunities available in my life just because that's what, how God does. If we are looking for miracles and we're waiting something to happen, like just out of the blue, my dear, most of times God brings opportunities and they seem to be some of the wonders in terms of provision, uh, whereby sometimes we don't even expect to acquire such. Ladies and gentlemen, this evening is quite um, an awesome evening and I just want to communicate to you in this kind of a way that let us pray together uh, if it is possible uh, I would like to request Mr. Farex to call in and um, you can open up you can open up for us in prayer as we are continuing to share the word of God yes Mr. Farex you can be calling in in Jesus' name as we yes um, by the grace of God you can respond yes Mr. Farex how has been the evening <coughs> The evening is very, very okay. Hallelujah, that's great. Maybe yours. <laughs> Mine is very okay, mm. very fine. <laughs> so you can help, mm. you can pray for us as we are opening up. Uh, you can even give us a hint of how it has been your day. Uh, for instance, maybe last few week, days as we began this week. Everyone has experienced mm. the week in a different way. And of course, you can even talk about the influence, you personally, where you are at your workplace, maybe anywhere, how has been your influence, as you are going to share about even this influence tonight. Yes, Farex, after that, then you pray, you open up the prayer. Yes, uh, thank you very much, John Bosco, for the opportunity. Yeah, my name is Farex, and it's always a pleasure to be on this platform. Otherwise, uh, good evening, everyone, hoping everyone is okay. Uh, my week has been a bit I think the network 
I think the network. So you can unmute yourself and try to. Oh, okay. The network is quite disturbing. You can just call in again, then you can continue where you've stopped. But the network is quite disturbing. You may be somewhere there. But where am I? It shows me that I'm already connected. We're all connected, that uh, the network is fine. So would you call in again, Mr. Forex? By the grace of God, if I told your network now is stable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's quite a wonderful evening that we are going to share together. Yes, Mr. Forex, you can continue where you stopped. The network had just disappeared. Yes, am I clear now? Yeah, I'm hearing you well. Yes, yeah, like I was saying, my week has been tricky. There are so many obligations for me. Uh, we have ministry work dealing with the university students. Apparently, they are doing exams, and we are trying to see how we can keep the connections even in holidays. Yeah, so we need we need your prayer for wisdom. Wisdom from God to see how we can keep working with these young people. Awesome. But it is a pleasure for me to be on this platform, listening to the different giftings that God has allowed in people. Yeah, just allow me the opportunity now to open with us with the word of God. Awesome. Uh, yeah. uh, King Jesus, we continue to glorify and worship your name. Even at this point, we acknowledge that you are Yahweh. We acknowledge that he knew there is life. We exist only because of you. You are the true word of God. We thank you for the propitiation of our sins. We thank you that you atoned for the sins that you couldn't atone for. We thank you that you loved us even before we loved ourselves. And King Jesus, we continue to thank you for every good and perfect gift you have put in each one of us. The gift to love, the gift to speak, the gift to possess wealth, the gift of family, and the gift of this ministry that you have put at this time. Even as we are going to feast through your apostle, through, through your servant, John Bosco, would you continue using him as a vessel? But Father, would you also prepare our hearts to be recipient of this word that it shall continue growing and growing in our lives. May your word continue thriving in each one of us in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Amen. That is awesome, wonderful. Thank you so much, Mr. Felix, for that wonderful prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, today's evening is quite different. Um, I would like you just to everyone that if you have your pain, and a paper you can just get prepared as we are starting to learn for today's um for today's teaching we are delivering our studying or we are delivering our learning today from the book of matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 most of people we know about this and we talk about it so much uh, it says that but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you there are things that are being talked about that shall be added to you. Why God make the kingdom of God to why God makes his kingdom to be the first priority to be seeked for before we look at something else? Then here, uh, that's when again we have another question. What kind of other things shall be added to us? I'll just leave that question with, uh, with us and we think about it. Which other things that shall be added on us? I think most of us we give it as a, a description that uh, there are the things that we think of like money, properties, the things that we have to acquire in life. But guess what? All in all, these things are just being added to us as long as our focus is on what we call the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, we are not going to seek it from everywhere, anywhere or where. But the kingdom of God is understood through the word of God. It is understood through reading, daily reading, daily devotion. 
daily um, interaction with God in that quiet time. In that, I don't mean the quiet time like as a booklet or whatever, but I mean that moment that always you take on and you say, Lord, I've come before you. I need this. I would like to talk to you about this issue, about this case. Help me to know your ways. Help me to know you. There are so many ways that we communicate unto God. There are so many ways that we. Uh, share with the living God. You know, when we are with our Father, it's like a conversation, like any other person. Like,、uh, like you can have a conversation with your mom or your dad. It is the same way even to God. It's the same conversation. It's not so much that it's a big deal that you have maybe to lift up, to make some exercise, to, make, to, to lift up certain like、uh, big things or whatever. No, 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 no. It's always something very, very easy to communicate with God. How? Just opening up this book called the Bible and we associate with the scriptures, then we get to understand what God tells us. And it's one of the most and commonly w a y how God speaks to us daily, apart from things around us, apart from nature, apart from the people that are around us, even apart from the matter, apart from the, 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 the things that we see. As in general, I can tell you that apart from our surroundings. But the most and commonly way that God speaks to us, we hear His voice, it's when we open up the Bibles and we read. When we read, we are feeling that getting interacted because all these scriptures are spirit breathed. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we have understood the scripture in chapter 6 and verse 33, that we seek first the kingdom of God. But my emphasis is going to be how can we be the kingdom builders with our influence? I know it very well、uh, that、uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 is just an, a scripture whereby I'm just depending on. But secondly, I want to tell you that when you read the book of Luke chapter 17, when you read the book of Luke chapter 17 and verse 21, and verse 21 says that nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. As I have told you, you are not going to look for the kingdom of God anywhere. It is within you. It is in you as a person. As the password for that, that you accepted Christ, you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Savior, only Savior in your life. The begotten Son given out for your sake, for your life by God. As we can even be reminded by John 3:16, as we normally know it, that for God loved the world and He gave His only Son to do what? So that, that whoever believes in Him shall not do what? Perish, but have eternal what? Eternal life. All those things that we can bring them, compiling them together, then, then we, that's where we come in here that now the kingdom of God is in us because the Savior is in us. Who is the owner of the kingdom of God? Who is the author of the kingdom of God? Who is the ultimate controller of the kingdom? That is Christ Jesus. When He's in us, in other words, that's what was meaning that the kingdom of God is within us. But again, on another perspective, the Jews were looking for the kingdom of God that would come with the signs in the sky and miracles. As we can read in Joel chapter 2 and verse 28, chapter 32, we can see that, but that was yet just a future. But the aspect of God's kingdom that Jesus emphasized in his ministry was not observable in that sense. Yet the presence of the king, that is Jesus, and his offer of the kingdom through the gospel meant that the kingdom was already within the world. So it is in us, in our hearts, in our lives. Therefore, I have some few comments that I would like, I would like to put on, or maybe let me just start away from a sermon. Kingdom of God is also called the kingdom of heaven. In a Christianity, the spiritual rib over which God reigns as king, or the fulfillment on the earth of God's will. So that's how we can give a definition of the kingdom of God. We are trying to get how does it look like, what does it mean. So it is a spiritual realm over which God reigns as a king, or the fulfillment on the earth of God's will. So it is God's will to start the kingdom of God is in us. And guess what? As a new heaven is coming in, we are going to be enjoying forever and ever. But again, we need to ask ourselves how to use. Our given influence to be a kingdom builder. Because now my emphasis is all about influence. Have we used our influence like positively or we use our influence negatively? How can we influence others to build the kingdom? How can we influence the things that are surrounded us that we can add on on the kingdom expansion? 
for instance, in terms of evangelism, in terms of、uh, preachings, in terms of teachings, in terms of、uh, biblical studies, in terms of biblical disciplines, and so on. There are so many things that we can talk about. But there, we have to ask ourselves that how to use your God given influence to be a kingdom builder, you as personally. Because again, now I'm bringing an aspect of you being a leader. I'm bringing an aspect of you because a leader, you lead. You lead people. And how do you lead people? You have to influence them towards what you want that task to be fulfilled. So, in the process of the task to be fulfilled, How have you influenced those people? Is it negatively or it is positively? So we need to think about that. We need to talk about that. We need to know that. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have come to learn about that. I would like to say that everyone has influence. We all influence someone. We can influence someone, my dear friends, of that influence for his kingdom's sake. So, and God expects us to be good stewards of that influence for his kingdom. He did give us our influence for selfish purposes on our part, but so that we might share the good news about Him, so that we could be kingdom builders. So we need to use our influence, in other words, with the perspective and with the goal of adding on and making, making sure that the kingdom of God is going to be built.、Um, and I would like to tell you that in life, you shouldn't be. Um, a, you shouldn't be a kingdom destroyer, but you have to be a kingdom builder or a person who leads people for the kingdom to be built. How do we build a kingdom? As, as I, I told you, some of the elements, some of the things, the way how we can build up the kingdom, most especially is through the evangelism, through preaching the word of God, sharing, devotions, fellowships. There are so many things, there are so many ways that we can sit down and we use to build a kingdom. Other people, they can build a kingdom through monotone、uh, formats or monotone ways. Someone who can be supporting the ministry, someone who can be helping the needy, someone who can be、um, maybe giving sponsorships. Someone who can be、uh, maybe praying for others, interceding for others. You can be maybe a work in a church, you mop a church. You can be like something like an usher. Like we can talk of oh, so many departments in the church. Whereby anyone stands and you do your own work. You do that specific work so that you see that you can add on the kingdom of God. That's how we build the kingdom of God. What we are doing to others, but most especially, just Christ is emphasizing. The thing of helping the needy, the thing of converting people to Christianity, the thing of evangelism. When he was still on earth, these are the things that he used to do mostly. He was so much in evangelism, he was so much preaching the, his kingdom, and he could tell people that to repent because the kingdom of God is near. It is the same thing. Even John the Baptist, when he was baptizing people, he told them, I'm, I'm baptizing you for the sake of for the remission or for the repentance of your sin. But the one who is coming, even I'm unable to undie his robes of the shoes, but all、oh, the shoe races. But I would like to tell you that the one who is coming will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. But again, that Holy Spirit for what? For those who accept to be saved. And how do we get saved? All of us, we had so many ways as to why we got saved. These two ways, some of them were through evangelism, someone who gave you a shot, someone who helped you in something, someone who showed you how Christ is marvelous and great and good about your life, and so many things. So, even you, if you are doing motivation, if you can do motivation, if you can do inspiration, if you can do like exhortation, you are building on the kingdom. The person that you are encouraging, the person that you are working for, you are helping. Even at your workplace, the words that are coming out of you, even your conduct can be part of the uh, uh, kingdom building or kingdom construction. So you don't need to first have millions of money. You don't have to first have、um, billions of money, dollars and pounds. But you, it starts with you, it starts with your character, it starts with your conduct, it starts with your speech, it starts with your help. To the needy, your help, the person who is in need. And if at all you can be able to help out, if you have the capacity and you are capable of helping that person, it starts with that. Then we can again 
take to ourselves, we can ask ourselves again that what exactly is a kingdom builder? Who is a kingdom builder? So I would like to say there are three elements that are describing. Of course, there are four elements that are trying to give the definition of a kingdom builder, a person who is a kingdom builder. That's what I'm talking about. That's supposed to be a great purpose to live for. If a kingdom builder, you are supposed to be supposed to be a great purpose to live for. It is not just for a one-time thing. And for the Christian, we have the greatest purpose of all to rescue people from eternity from eternity. For eternity, not from sorry. For eternity. Through Jesus. So kingdom builders demonstrate a great commitment to the great commission and the great commandment. We need to know that. As Christians, we have that greatest purpose, that everything that we are doing, we are converting people for eternity. There is no any other purpose. The purpose is for eternity. Whatever that you are doing, you are pointing someone at Christ. The brothers you are giving out, the person you are giving something to eat, the person you are giving something to drink, a person who doesn't want to dress up, you give that person to dress up something. You are pointing a person to Christ. When you go for door-to-door evangelism, when you go to open-air evangelism, when you go to crusade evangelism, all that, we are pointing people to Christ. We are pointing for the kingdom of God, and that kingdom of God is all about eternity, not anything else. The second element I can bring in, that a kingdom builder, that is a great, that is great principles to live by. It is one of the principles that you will have to live by. A kingdom builder is one who has a different source from which to draw wisdom. You are not alone, not independent. And that wisdom is from God's internal life, internal truth, which is revealed in the Bible, these are the scriptures. So those are, they are great principles that you have to live by, and that is the word of God. Which is the word of God? That, those are the scriptures, the Bible. You have to be relating your life on that as a kingdom builder. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, you should not independent, but you should have a different source from which to draw wisdom. And that is God's internal truth, which is revealed in the Bible. The third element can be the great power to live on. It's a great power to live on as a kingdom builder. You operate in the different power that the rest of the world, the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit who offers guidance every step of the way. In other words, you do not rely on anything else, but you rely on the Holy Spirit. In other words, you have to involve the Holy Spirit in whatever that you're doing. It's not like you can do things in your own understanding. You might be good at motivating, but again, if the Holy Spirit is not involved in your motivation, it might not make sense. So you need the Holy Spirit to give you the guidance of how you can motivate someone. Sometimes motivation would have been good, inspiration would have been good, but if they are not altered and guided by the Holy Spirit, they might turn to be something just a waste of time. So to, to avoid such weird things, we need to rely. It's a, such a great power to live on and that's the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is the power that offers guidance every step that we take at when we are going to when we are when we are taking a place for being kingdom builders in terms of evangelism in terms of preaching in terms of everything why am i talking about so much evangelism because we need to let people know in the world we need to air out the name of jesus we need to air out the resurrection the death the resurrection the death the resurrection and the crucifixion we talk about all those events to remind people there is a person that died for us for our sins so that we can have eternal life otherwise we wouldn't have been here but we have an access and the passport is christ therefore ladies and gentlemen as anyone can want as anyone admires and so much eager and excited to go abroad in different countries you, you, can, you can mention them america australia europe and so on you will need a passport if you don't have a passport, you can't access those countries. But guess what? In, in eternity, our passport is Christ. And he's the one that allows us to go there. And whoever that live, believed in him and accepted him, yes, it is true. You have that opportunity to access the kingdom of God. And the eternity is yours. Then the last element is going to be that the great people to live with. As a kingdom builder, you need to know what kind of people you need to know what kind of people that you are going to live with, people that you are going to move with, people that you consult, 
people that you ask questions where you haven't understood. The Bible says that the one who needs knowledge, the one who is seeking for wisdom, let him ask, let him or her ask, and it shall be given to you. So a kingdom builder gathers with God's people and joins up with a smaller group for encouragement and accountability. You must have an accountability as a kingdom builder. You must have a group of people that you join with together so that you can have a conversation, a fellowship, accountability, encouragement, just in times of maybe problems, in times of circumstances. Because it's not going to be always a small thing, it's not going to be a, a walkover, always. It's not going to be just as if、um, a silver plate. No. Sometimes things are going to be hard, but you need a group of people who are going to encourage you. You need a group of people who are going to、uh, exhort you, who are going to show you what to do. The Holy Spirit might use them. God might use them in a different way, in the hard time that you're passing through, in times of sickness, in times of、uh, maybe luck. We might be luck. We might be having maybe bankruptcy. You have no money. You have no source of income. But you are looking for, you are striving, you are thriving, you are trying all your level best to see that you can reach somewhere, you can do this. Some of them, even they have that yearning heart. They want to do God's work, they want to,、um, to preach the gospel, they want to reach out even to the needy, but they, they haven't yet reached their expectations. My dear, you need a group of people who are going to help you in terms of support. Who are going to help you in terms of money? You need money. I'm telling you. If you are to run ministry, you need money. If you are to run evangelism, you need money. I'm telling you. There is a time and there is a level whereby you have to preach the gospel which is accompanied with actions. It's like faith without actions is dead. It is the same thing. You must have that.、Um, you, you have to reach on the level of preaching the gospel which is accompanied with actions. Yes, you say that you want people to get saved. You go to the hospital, preach to them the gospel as you're washing their clothes, as you are giving them some bread, as you are giving them something to eat because they are hungry. They don't have money to pay for the hospital bills. Something like that. You have to think of that. That is a kingdom builder. You need to think widely. You need to amplify and you need to advance the way how you think. Yes, it is okay. If you don't have, you can go again and preach bare mouth. Yes, you can preach verbally without even giving anything. But as I'm telling you, it's not bad. But what I'm saying, it is more and more effective if you accompany your preaching, your evangelism with actions, with things with you. When you go to someone and tell them that Jesus loves you, and a person doesn't have a shoe, and you give out that shoe, the person is going to be more effective. Than just me talking to the person. That has been the last element. Maybe I can repeat for you that a kingdom builder gathers with God's people and joins us with a small group for encouragement and accountability. Don't worry. You don't need the entire church. You don't need the entire community. You don't need the entire society. No, you don't need like a hundred people. A small group of people. The people that you trust in life. The people that you know can understand you. Those people that can sell it, stand with you. Let us contribute with you and we go and we reach out people in Jesus' name. Then again, as I want to talk about this, let, let us see the follow, the, the, some, of, some of the ways. The,、uh, the some of ways that we can,、um, we can, we can, we can follow so that we can, so that we can influence,、um, so that our, our influence can determine. The, the building of the kingdom. Number one, we can say that everybody has influence. Why am I saying that? I think it seems to be that I've just mentioned it earlier, but again, in this, I'm bringing it in details just to show you what I'm trying to mean that everybody has influence. There is no any single person in the world that who doesn't have the influence. Even pe- those people that you see as mad people on the roadside, they have influence. Why do they have influence? There is something that they are doing which is not in common. There is, no, no, no. There is something that, which, yeah, there is something that they do which is unique. Sorry to use common, but there is something they are doing which is unique. Why, how does it become an influence? You get attracted to it. You get attracted to that th- single thing, to that unique thing. Everybody, every person in society, we cannot be the same. 
Should I give you an example? As we are registering for national IDs, passports, and whatever, maybe if you put a, a lock, something might be in your phone or somewhere, you can never have the same fingerprint. Always, when you put a lock in your phone, the fingerprint is going to be different. It's going to be like the way how another person is going to be. When I put a fingerprint as a lock on my, for my, for my, phone, for my、uh, screen lock or from my lock screen, Whenever anyone else comes to touch on my finger startup and, and it doesn't recognize that it's me, it won't open up. Even if it is a yeah, like a fingerprint. What different? Something else. The blood type. The blood type. We can seem to be resembling our parents, we can seem to be resembling our relatives, but again, most of times when they check out our blood, it cannot be the same in recognition. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I bring in this point that everyone has influence. You have influence in your own way, at, your, at a certain level, at a certain place, at a certain society. You have influence. How? What you do with the influence, you currently have, you currently have will determine whether or not your influence grows more. And you have far more influence than you realize. That's what you have to understand. You influence people every day through your smile. That's what I've talked, I'm talking about. Yes, everybody has influence. You influence people every day. Number one, through smile. <laughs> the conversation. By the way, if I go back to smile, I, I don't want to make the sermon to be so big. I don't want my expressions to be so wide. But when I talk about smile, it's like, for instance, at church, there are people who are influencing people to come to church just because of their smile. The ushers. On the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the gates of the church or on the gates of the temple. When you go to church or someone when you, on Sunday, someone just smiles. Some people they just feel like they are encouraged. Someone can be at home and they ask that person, Why do you like to go to church? It's because Sister So and So, the Asher church, when she smiles, <laughs> I feel okay. So you influence someone through the smile. Secondly, conversation. There are people who can converse indeed. Someone who can make a conversation and inspires people, motivates people, influences people, and they end up doing something which is positive and contributing to the kingdom. So, again, it can be email. You can be good at composing an email that can even、uh, motivate someone. It can be even voting. The influence that people have. Let me talk about the、uh, current election that happened for presidents in Uganda. MPs and other positions in the country. When we talk about influence when it comes to voting, what makes you to become a president or a leader in that position is because of people's influence. People got、uh, trust in you, people trusted in you, people loved you, so they influenced you to be in that position. And again, you influenced them first through your conversation, through your speech. What you told them, you showed them what you're going to do, and they got inspired. That was an influence. Even then, they paid back by influence, by going for voting for, for polls. Voting polls, they voted for you. They gave you votes. They did whatever they could for that you could be in that position. And so many others. I, I, I just, I've just mentioned a few, but you know a lot of things that you can use to influence other people. So, in order to understand what influence, it, what influence is, it's helpful to understand that what influence is not. Should I repeat that? In order to understand what influence is, it's helpful to understand what influence is not. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we think that influence. Is of these four things. Let me talk about them because in the world, they are so much、uh, taken as, as the biggest priorities in life. There are four elements, there are four areas, and there are four things I'm going to mention here that people take so much to be the priority. They think that if they reach in those four elements, that now that can, they can be of influence. No, my dear, I'm going to tell you what influ true influence is. The thing is, influence is not a position. Influence is not a position. You don't have to first be in a position for you to influence others. 
You don't need to first be a president and influence people to work. You don't have to first be a pastor. You don't have to first be in a position of a bishop or, a, or an apostle and you think that you're going to influence people. No. Influence does not require for that. You don't, you don't need to first be in a position. Secondly, influence is not all about authority. You don't first need to be in authority. Don't start, if I reach in this, in this position and I be the lead of this, if I be in a, in a control of this, because the authority means control. Authority means to lead, to rule. So you don't need to first be in control of something, then you think that you are going to, 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 to influence people. No, wherever you are, wherever you are, whoever you are, you can influence. So influence is not about authority. Influence is not about fame. You don't need to first become famous. Then you think that you are going to influence other people. No way. Remember, influence is not about that. Influence is not about wealth. You don't have to first have a lot of riches. You don't have to first have a lot of billions. I talked about that as I was starting. You don't have to first have billions that you can now go, now that you're going to influence people. No way. The little that you have, the attitude that you have, the tithe that you give, the offertory that you give, the thanksgiving that always you give out, the person you give something to eat, the person you give something to drink, anything, it can be an influence. When I talk about influence and king, building the kingdom of God, it's all about it is more practical. It is more of practical. You don't need to first be in a position. You don't need to first have authority. You don't have to first have be famous, and don't have you don't have to first uh, you don't you don't have to first be with wealth. Oh, we should not not first mean in your in your in your possession of wealth. Then is that you are you are going to influence others. So you can have any one of those and not actually have influence at all. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen. That is the first thing I was trying to, to, to explain. The second thing, God expects me to use the influence He's given to me. The first point was that everybody has influence. Then the second point is that God expects me to use the influence which He has given to me. What do I mean in this? That influence is like a muscle. The more you use it, the more it grows. It doesn't just happen like that at the climax. It's not like a big thing that that's going to happen like abruptly. No, it grows slowly by slowly. You do like this today, then tomorrow you opt and you aim higher. You aim higher. You aim higher like that. You keep on. You keep on adding on. You keep on. You keep on. It grows and it grows. It takes courage to do that. You have to get out of your comfort zone, my dear. Speak up when you are intimidated. There are some of the the, the slogans that we have to use now. That you are, if if you are, if you are, if you, if you are intimidated, you have to speak out and serve others when you don't feel like it. Like even you don't feel like it. That's what I mean. Even if you feel like you're so tired, even if you feel like Ibanange today, I am not in the position of doing this and this and this. But again, guess what? It is more important understand this like it or not whether you like it or not again stay influencing people even where you feel like even where you feel don't like it stay influencing people it's going to help a lot it's going to help a lot it's going to help a lot Jesus challenged us to let us know our life shine and to be like salt that preserves that preserves and flavors the world around us. In other words, you have to decide to put your influence to use. Yeah. Put your influence in use. Put your influence to use. Don't just be there and you call yourself young and you call yourself timid and you call yourself uh, like uh, you're nothing. No, you're not nothing. You can make it. Number four, point number four. If I'm not influencing them, they are influencing me. What do I mean? Get, be careful, my brothers and sisters. Be careful, my fellow minister of God. Be careful, my, my fellow servant of God. If you are not influencing others, they might be influencing you. But in which way? If they are influencing you, in which way? Should we talk about peer groups? 
should we talk about、uh, gangs? Should we talk about、uh, behaviors? Should we, about, should we talk about hangouts? The whereabouts? Should we, take about,、uh, should we talk about、um, the conversations, the conduct, the things that we do in life? If we do not influence those people, they might be influencing us. But we have to be careful. Is it negative or it is a positive? But this is one of the. This is one. This is.、Um, This is one of those truths naive leaders miss. Not only do we all influence others, but we are all influenced by others as well. That's why we need to understand what kind of groups do we hang up with. We need to understand which kind of people do we、uh, coordinate with and do we hang up with in so many ways. In the various areas that I, I want to mention, but there are so many areas. How do we hang up with those people? Do we go with them in bars? Do we go with them in ancient ones? Do we, do we、uh, have conversations with them when we are talking about silly things, stupid things, things which are not constructive, things which are not ideological, things which are not beneficial, things which are just like、uh, weird and、uh, vulgar, something like that? We need to think about a lot of areas. In that, we need again to go back on the other point that we examine ourselves daily, examine our hearts, and we got to know whom are we hanging out with. That's why I'm telling you that. Ladies and gentlemen, and when we are unaware of the power that others have to influence us, we will allow our hearts to compromise. Just as Lot failed to influence the cities of the plain when we're reading the book of Genesis, so we too we can become attached. To the values of the culture, we are hoping to change. Be careful. The culture of other people, we want to change from sexual immorality. We want to change, to turn away from、uh, maybe certain things, weaknesses, certain weaknesses that we normally face in life. But if you are not ready to influence them, they are going to influence you again to go back in that kind of things. Culture can become culture. Norms can become norms. Traditions, they become traditions, and so on. So we need to put uh, uh, some, uh, we need to put that in mind. Then the second last point, it is point number five. The purpose of influence is to speak up for those that have no influence. As a kingdom builder, you have to put this in mind. When we read Psalm 72, it's a prayer for leaders. And it says, Please stand up for the poor. Help the children of the needy. Calm down hard on the cruel tyrants. In other words, God, please help leaders to use their influence on behalf of those who have little voice or platform of their own. And those are the poor, the fatherless, the diseased and isolated, the slave and the oppressed. I remember when I was beginning, I talked about all these things. And I mentioned them earlier. This is the way how we can make an effective influence. As we are doing some of the cardinal things like evangelism. What the influence means that this is the purpose that is supposed to be purpose. And the purpose of influence is to speak up for those that have no influence. But as I told you, it's not like they don't have influence, they have influence in their own way. But, I'm talking about, but here I'm talking about a minister, a person in life who is, who is extraordinary in his influence at affecting others to do something like positively. Positively. Encouraging others to do something positively. Influencing people to eternity, influencing people to the kingdom of God and the Bible. And of course, God has mentioned them. And there are people that are being mentioned here. And these are called. Those with a little voice on platforms of their own, and those are the poor, the fatherless, and the diseased, isolated, and the slaves, and those who are oppressed. How far have you helped those people? Or you have just continued to add on more pain on their situation that they are passing through? When they are crying, are you laughing? Or are you there to comfort them? How have you influenced them in terms of comfort? In terms of encouragement and exhortation, inspiration and motivating them. Therefore, all we have to think of that. Then, the last point I would like to talk about is all about、uh, that I will answer to God for how I use my influence. 
We have, yeah, why do I mean in this? That I will answer to God for how I used my influence. My dear friends,、uh, from all the, f- the five points, the five ways that we have seen how we can influence, how the, how the influence is beneficial in terms of building the kingdom of God, this conclusive one means that we have to be answerable to Christ at the judgment day. In other words, whatever we are doing right now, we are going to be answerable on the judgment day. We are going to be questioned. We have to give an accountability. How have we used our influence? How have we used our influence to build the kingdom of God? How many people have got saved through your conversation, your gospel conversations? How many people have turned to God? How many people have heard the gospel through the conversation that you've had with them? Have you had gospel conversations with several people on universities, in churches, in communities and societies, in slums, in ghettos, different places, border border people, tax men in taxes, during your travels, during your journeys, at workplace, in your office, in any area, and in any sector? How have you influenced people through the gospel conversations? Whom have you shared with the gospel? Whom have you shared with the good news of Christ? These are the questions that are going to be asked on the judgment day. Therefore, and gentlemen, I am eternally accountable for how I use the influence God gave me in this life. Indeed, we are eternally accountable for how we use the influence of God that gave to us in this life. What, do I, what I do with my influence in the temporary world matters forever. And the Bible is filled with the proof of this. So the question God will ask every human being in his judgment is What did you do with my son, Jesus? What does he mean? He means, How many people did you inform about Christ Jesus? How, did you, how many people did you inform about Christ Jesus? Did you spread the good news of Christ? Because the word of God is Christ. He talks about himself in the book of John, chapter 1. That in the beginning there was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was with God, and the, God, and the word was God, and the word was God. And through him everything was created. Without him nothing was to be created, nothing was to be in existence. And he was talking about Christ that he came in flesh, but could not just understand him. They didn't get to know him. But only those that believed, only those that were helped by the Holy Spirit to get revealed to Christ. So that is one of the questions God will ask every human being in his judgment What did you do with my son Jesus? God gave us his son to use him. God gave us his son to spread him all over the world. The Bible says in the Great Commission, that is Matthew 28. And verse, and verse、um, is it? Yeah, Matthew 28. He says that go, go into the world and preach. The, 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 the Great Commission is given to us that let us go and make disciples all over the world. We preach people, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How far have we done that? How far have we done that? How far have we used Christ? Another question would be Who is a member of his family? Is what did you? Okay, in other words, that, and the question he will ask everyone who is a member of his family is What did you do with the time and the resources and the influence I gave you? Ladies and gentlemen, Christians, we have no compromise. We have no complaint. We cannot wake up in the morning and we say, For us, we didn't know about this. We didn't have the resources. No. God has given us resources. That's what I'm saying. Depending on this point, good enough it is the last point. Depending on it is that even the funds we have, they are resources. We have technology. We have technology. We have so many resources. We have land. Secondly, we have our voices. We have our bodies. We have properties. 
the little that you have, it is enough of a resource to preach the gospel. If you have, I normally say that if you look in your wardrobe and you have 10 pairs of clothes, come on, ladies and gentlemen, there is someone who doesn't have. Why do you have all those 10? I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but I'm talking about a person who is a kingdom builder, who is going to influence in the evangelism, in the gospel conversation. Get one pair of that cloth, get one pair of shoes, get something that you have, a little that you have. Redact on what you have, then you help to someone who doesn't have. As you're sharing the gospel, think about all those things. Think about all those things. The resources that you have, the money that you have, you have 1K. Can you indeed sacrifice the 500 and you help someone who doesn't have, and you help somebody who is in need of something with that 500? The money you have, or you are waiting to have millions, it will never happen. If you're waiting for, to have millions, if you're waiting to have houses, that you can give one, my dear, the house you have, as long as you can help people who doesn't have where to sleep and they sleep in that house, that's a good example. That's a good resource that you've used before to show Christ, to preach the gospel, to help out those people that need it, and so on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lot. When we talk about resources, there are so many resources. I can go back on phones, computers, laptops, we have iPads, we have tabs, we have、uh, iPods, we have iPads, I'm talking about iPads, we can use them to preach the gospel. Check in your phone, how many contacts do you have? Those contacts that you have, if some people they have almost 200 and something contacts in their phone, but how many people do you send messages to? That are exhorting them, or how or praising God, or maybe a kind of thing, or maybe scriptures. How many people that you send scriptures to on a daily basis, or on a weekly basis, or on a monthly basis? You have a resource as a phone, you always in need of data, but you don't know how to use that resource. Your influence is not yet effective, your influence is not yet active, activated. Activate your influence by doing that. What your post on your status is going to determine. How do you influence people, your, those that are seeing your statuses? How do you influence people on Facebook, on WhatsApp, on email, on Instagram, on Telegram, on podcast? Take away how I'm doing. How do you influence people on your WhatsApp indeed? You have so many people in your WhatsApp contacts. How many do you always share with the Word of God? On the daily basis, on the weekly basis, on the monthly basis, or maybe yearly. Let me talk about that. But in a decade, you can only call calls, make calls when you are complaining, when you are quarreling, asking money, maybe asking or talking to something else. But when it comes to gospel conversation, then afterwards, you don't do anything. Then afterwards, you start to say, I have no resources to preach the gospel. I have no resources to do this and this and this. My dear. You are going to be asked, How have you used the resources that you have? I've told you, what are some of the simple resources? The phones. I mean, let me talk about them, just put them in general. Those are the gadgets. Whichever gadget you have, even if it is a button phone, can't it send a message to someone that praise God? How are you? How was your night? Exhort someone, show that you care. That is part of preaching the gospel. And lastly, This is what I can say that I want to influence this world in light of the next. That is our calling as kingdom, kingdom builders. We should have that settlement in our lives that always we want to influence this world in light of the next. In light of the next. And always you aim higher. And always you aim higher. Because you always want to do the best thing, want to do the better stuff. And to make people enjoy. And greatly,、um, uh, greatly benefit in the kingdom of God. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been、uh, a wonderful maybe someone today. I just want to thank you so much, those who have been listening, those who have been following. Please, you can even help others. Don't just stop there. What you have learned, yes, just expand it, just spread it to the rest of the communities on different platforms in the world so that people can get benefited. Don't say that you don't have resources. 
God has given us resources so that we can use them. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy for this evening. Thank you for listening. Thank you indeed for listening. <laughs> I'm so much glad. At this juncture, I just want to request、um, if、uh, Mr. Farex is still there, please, I'd like you again to call in and you give us an closing prayer if I told you you're there. By God's grace, if you can, if you can, if you can, <laughs> you can call in and you give us a closing prayer in this.、Uh, and you pray for us according to what you've understood, what you've heard,、uh, what you've listened to. And you pray for us, God, to give us the grace that we can stay in the, king, in the building of the kingdom by His grace and by His mercy. Oh, yeah, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Son of the Living God, I want to thank you. For your grace and mercy, thank you for loving us. We pray for those who are not aware, those who are diseased, those who are attacked. I pray for a family of Olivia in the name of Jesus. Father, may you heal them. May you be with them and comfort them for whatever that they are passing through. That kind of sickness, may you intervene in their lives and you heal their problems and you take away their circumstances. I pray even for the rest of ministers, the Merabs. Merab, I pray for Agnes, I pray for、um, different people from different countries, people on a platform of heart of worship, and those who are following us all over the world. May God bless you so much. May God heal. May God provide in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Ladies and gentlemen, we meet next time. Thank you so, 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 so much for this wonderful and wonderful evening. May God bless you. Have a good night in Jesus' name.